Condensation. Emma. Cleo, not the water. No. <laughs> oh, this is insane. We're insane humans. I don't know. Oh, like, yeah. if anyone would listen into this, they'd be like, we're I not going to ever give you money. Like, this shall <laughs> not spread. I just feel like we really bring out the weird side of each other. And yeah. we just keep on going until we're both like, yeah. wait. What is actually going like? Who the fuck are we? But you know, I feel like that's a level of co- like of comfort in a friendship, isn't it? That's very true. Yeah, yeah. to be able to be your weird side and not yeah. feel like ashamed, like yeah, you know, like what? how that's often do you do that? I mean, yeah, wow. Also, friendship like we're, goals. Yes. Stop. We're quite similar in that too. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. How are you doing though? Do you have oh, any updates? Anything I do. new? <gasps> I do. No way. Well, just like something super interesting. So I started doing, I told you, right, that I started doing kind of mental coaching yes. um, with this lady that I love, like genuinely, we hit it off so well. And we're doing something that's called the wing wave method. Um, and it's, it's not hypnos- hypnosis, but it's kind of like a method that... Um, how do you call it? Like it kind of recreates the REM phase of your sleep. So the REM phase is where your eyes still move. It's not the deep sleep. It's like the lighter sleep. And in the lighter sleep, you process all your emotions, like shit that has happened during the day. Um, anyways, like you go into that and you use certain techniques. You also work with the, um, is it the prefrontal cortex? Like there's something in the front of your brain that like, yeah, it's like kind of with kinesiology. So you like you hold your fingers like this. You you know, for the people that don't can't watch, obviously, um, when Italians be like, mm, born like a little bit like that, like yes, like the French kiss, they call it. no Italian kiss. No, do they call it? Is Wait, it? no, that's no, that's oh, that. that's that. Oh, fuck, that's, that's a pizza. Different. Fuck. I mean the when you say you're okay you and you your put your thumb, thumb and your pointing finger together together exactly. Be like yes, I'm great. So you hold it like this and then she says a statement and you have to repeat that statement looking forward and she'll try to rip apart your fingers and kinesiology like and depending on if that if you feel that or not and that's corresponding with you your this frontal part of your brain will like make your muscles contract or not so when it's insane like in girl i can't i don't fully understand like how does it are you actually asleep in your therapy no 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 so you're awake yeah and she will like wave in front of your face Mm -hmm. so you like simulate the eye movements and then while and then nothing's and you breathe and you just watch the hand and then like shit comes up like i kid you not like suddenly i was transported back to my childhood i went through some deep childhood trauma yesterday no way that's i'm not kidding like i was kind of sentences crying um really okay so it starts like with these hand movements in front of your face like the eyes will follow the hand an image will come up and then she'll stop it at one point she'll be like okay what did you see and you will describe to her what what you saw what you felt and then you go into this hand position and then she will make statements according to that um scene 
I had like this this scene where I called I remember calling my mom to help me with a video game but she couldn't because she was like um she was helping my brother or something um and then she was like you were angry with your mom and then she tried to pull apart my fingers and if that was the case if I was my fingers wouldn't open like she could pull as hard as she could and I didn't do anything it's just because it resonated with this part of my brain it just made it and if it's like um you're upset with your mom and if I wasn't she could just fully open it um and that just sounds like magic I know but are you sure this girl is not a witch or something like that it is scientifically proven also no way yes all the way like and even if you don't believe in it you can't you can't can't not do it whoa so anyways like with this waving like holy shit like and this is all related to windsurfing because we started with a situation on the water that has happened. And then from those feelings, we started the thing and you have to bring that feeling into into the session. And then like, you know, you try to recreate that feeling in, inside of you and then she starts waving. And then from those feelings, I came all the way back to my childhood suddenly. Um, Whoa, it's just really like, insane. Yeah. Like, and then in the sounds- in the end, we tested again with this, with this fingers, for like that finger movement, pulling it apart. If that scene is still in my head, like you know, but it was okay. It was fully gone. There was no, yeah, it's insane. Really? So you kind of use that to kind of deal with traumas, right? To kind Completely. of deal because, with them and get them get them out yeah, in a way. Because right? somehow your brain, with those eye movements, while I'm not sleeping, it still is managing to kind of process all these things. So I'm processing things wow. as I'm there. And it's like a never-ending thread, right? Because, I mean, somehow that anger that I felt on the water there in a certain situation or disappointment in myself apparently was connected to this one childhood memory that I had, exactly. which then led to another childhood memory, which had led to another child. So about we unpacked like three or four or five childhood memories and then came back to that thing, and it was fine. Mm. Doesn't mean... It's never going to happen. Like, it's just somehow this one part I really was able to kind of, I don't know, like process. Wow. That's really cool. Because I feel like a lot of people don't know that, like, how we feel really mm-hmm. affects how we perform on the water. So exactly. So that we're not, like, very emotional and, like, very, like, <laughs> traumatized. Like, it helps to kind of solve those things, to have, like, a calm and a focused mind on the water to be able to perform so I'm also working on, on that in a bit of a different way, though. But it's it's insane how much it has yeah. to to do with your performance and how it's linked to the performance, like your mind. Yeah. It's insane. Like I think it's you can also... be the best hacker, but if your mind is not there, it's just gonna be super hard to be able to perform. And I think you have, like, honestly, I cannot imagine a single professional athlete that is at a high level that does not have some kind of mental support, whatever that may be. But it's impossible to not not have one. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it really ups ups our game. I feel like that's our, our focus now. Like lately, yes. it's been on the mental part for all three of us. Mm-hmm. Which so is great. It's really cool and it's yeah. super interesting. I think it's really, really, really interesting. Yeah. Also for the rest, like not only for for windsurfing, but oh, also no. for your life. Like to be able to deal with pressured situations and like just get to know yourself better like it's just better for for life in general too which i think it's awesome yeah. that it's not stopping after my windsurfing career but it's something i can have have joy from in a long time 
Yeah, and also it's like, it is life. Everything that happens in the water, every emotion I feel is because something in the past life or in my um, previous life has happened that led me to respond to the situation in this way, right? So all you do in mental training is unpack all the shit that, that you had with you, that baggage, so that it doesn't influence what you feel underwater. So yeah. Yeah. What about you, Queen? First of all, can we just again say um, she's just sitting here with her little blazer? I know she just went to CrossFit, had her workout, looked fabulous in her new workout gear. Um, texted me at like seven forty-five, which I wasn't even awake yet, by the way. Um, <laughs> that she's ready to record whenever, or if we should meet up a little bit earlier. And I just want to say, I think our roles have reversed. You think? Yeah, well, actually, now when you say that. But then again, like, I still wake up at 8, but you wake up at, like, 5.30. Yeah, I that do. That is insane. It is How insane. How do you feel? I, I, it actually feels really good. Like, I've never been a person to be like, oh, I feel good if I wake up early in the morning. Because I'd be like, no, I feel tired if I wake up early in the morning. Like, that's right. just dumb. But actually, like, it sounds weird, but I think I'm becoming an A... What's it called? Like, an A person? A-type. Yeah, yeah, A-type. Exactly. Like me. And I've been like a B or a C or a D or an E-type, like, my entire life. I don't think other letters exist, but... <laughs> yes. In my opinion, it does. <laughs> in my case, like, this is an extreme case. But I feel like, actually, like, waking up early in the morning, like, I just... Like, I just feel so ready now for the day. And I feel like my days are better when I wake up early. Because I'm not waking up with this feeling of failure when I wake up at, like, 10... That I, because I would feel just a also, bit like right? shitty, you know. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, I woke up at five thirty. I did my gym. It was actually really, really fun. It's fun to go to the gym. And I know. That's also a difference in my like for me. Um, and now I'm so ready for the podcast. I'm ready for a chat with you. Like it's it's just setting the tone for the whole day. I love. So that. I actually do really recommend it. Like, I must admit, like it was really hard at first. Like, at first, it wasn't that fun. But now, like, it's starting to get, like, more and more routine. And it just gets kind of better and better, in a way. I'm so excited <laughs> like, for you. I've never been that girl that wakes up early. Like, can we be that girl together? Huh? Can we be that girl together in France? Yes. I because I feel like that. we can motivate each other so much. We can. Like, we, we can, can also just go for, like, a hot girl walk a morning in the morning at, like, 6 a.m., Oh my god, I would walk love... like through the city, get a coffee. Yes. <laughs> Can we? Like yes. yes. I would okay. love that. To kind of and also to get those like good emotions to start yeah. the day. I think it's so important. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be a hardcore CrossFit workout like I do now. Like it can also be like that hot girl walk with your friend. Like how much fun leaving is that? like the phones at home. Ex oh yes, can we do that? Oh my god, okay, deal. Oh because god. we're going to live I'm together, so... right? Yes. Is that so are. This, this is super, like, logistical, but I'm... <laughs> exactly. No, that's also an update. We're going to Brest. And yes. You're going on Sunday. I'm I haven't ordered on... my ticket yet, because... No, I think I'm going... Wait, when is... When do we have... I think, like, much of said <laughs> that I should go there on Monday. Okay, this is very logistical, but this is our lives, too. Yes, um, because it starts... Okay, I'm leaving on Sunday. Exactly. I'm leaving Sunday... Exactly, yeah. That's yeah, what because I have and to drive 11 hours. I'm going to sleep over somewhere on the exactly. road. Exactly. And I'm not sure if I'm going to go on Sunday or on Monday. Well, the apartment is from Monday. Oh, um, okay. Then that also makes sense. I have to check flights because we're leaving <laughs> like four days or something. And <laughs> Literally, we're leaving in four days. And yesterday is when we decided to start 
um, checking out apartments <laughs> and I checked like some flights. I still have to book them. So I yeah. feel horrible. Oh, well. we're always like that. Oh, well, what can I say? Life. Any other updates from your side? Not really. Like things are just going like training, family time. Yeah, it's going really good. I feel good, like mentally better and better and better. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just ready to get into it and like get more challenged by being in an actual like a big fleet, which is yeah. more challenging, also mentally and and also physically a little bit. But I'm, I'm kind of excited to get into it again, and I'm actually no, excited for the World Championships to start. Like. I feel like a few weeks ago, I was just so nervous because I felt this need yeah. of like, I have to perform, to perform at this world championships. But now I'm more like, I'm going to like, this is part of my process. I'm going to learn so much during just world championships, no matter how it goes. And that's agreed. really valuable in itself. Yeah, and agreed. That'll make me like, I will perform at some point. Yeah, of but course. There are uncontrollable factors, which I cannot control. And, and that shouldn't influence if the world championships was a success or a fail you know yeah so i'm kind of i'm going to set like i haven't set it yet but i'm going to set a goal for the world championships which is not a result and if i made that goal then it's a success i love this i have to also do that i think it's so smart because like it's just so dumb to put your own not value but your own like success dependent on how other people do things because that's not controllable and i feel like that makes me focus on the wrong thing so no, and I'm just really excited about nothing. Like exactly, you I get negative emotions about things you couldn't even control, which not ideal. Exactly. So I'm actually I'm just very excited, and I have the confidence that I will perform at some point because it has been really hard for me this year because I haven't really performed yet, yeah, like not same. properly. And but it will come, but it cannot be forced. I think I think forcing it just makes it worse. So oh, I'm yeah. just gonna focus on the process, focus on whatever I can learn from, focus on having it fun because that's shit. why we're doing this. Yes. So yeah, I feel like m- my mindset is just way better than it was a few weeks ago, which is already a relief for me, actually. Oh, I'm so How are you? How are you feeling about it? <laughs> no, I'm. I'm actually like. I think this mental part is going to be a huge difference for me. I haven't really been back on the board until Silva, like since Silva Plana, since this was championships, which obviously were a fail, as everyone knows. <laughs> um, I'm going well, today. Fail in terms that like no guys didn't have yeah, enough yeah, yeah. races. Like success in my abilities, actually, because I was, yeah, I was catching up to someone I wanted to catch up on for a real long time. Exactly. Um, That's so yeah. cool. Honestly, but I'm going on a water today. There's wind. Fuck yes. Love me some Switzerland conditions it's gonna be quite cold but you know i'm just gonna be happy to be on a board and i just want to spend like you know two three hours feeling the gear you know when you're like haven't been on the water for a while you're like i don't remember if i can even windsurf still <laughs> so when you're like how do you feel about the world championships i'm like well wait i first need to get back on a board because i don't <laughs> even like you know so I, I have like not a lot of emotions yet yeah um except like i'm excited i'm excited to like finish this season do my best, you know, get everything ready. But then I'm also very excited for the months that come after, like winter training. Me too. Oh my God, like what are we going to do? How much am I going to, you know, how's improve. the team going to involve? How much am I going to involve, like, yeah, yeah. improve, evolve? Um, so much is happening with World Events of Girls, the business side. Like I am so excited. Ooh, I feel like, like we're travel for business. <laughs> exactly. Because I feel like with World of Winter of Girls, like this year has been like to set everything to like put up the basis and all of this stuff. And I feel like next year it's like really time for action. I mean, it's like, already starting now. 
it's starting right it's now but we're gonna do we're actually gonna do good for the world with yeah. this company and that's what i'm yeah. so excited about and so proud of I'm like really obviously we cannot tell you guys everything yet <laughs> not just yet we're like no. those fucking annoying people i know like, i hate oh, that i cannot tell you yet because it's but like secret. we literally cannot tell you like i'm no, afraid i'm, I'm gonna get like I shot i want to tell by you google <laughs> we'll um see, we'll, see. well one last thing before we jump in sars again not here again she was sick for for a while she had lost her voice also now she has like all her appointments um and we really wanted to catch Macek, um who is gonna be the, the guest for this podcast we had a trial run before <laughs> fun fact we actually did this podcast episode like half a year ago was it yeah almost yeah. um in april and, and we didn't somehow press record for tech <laughs> I was for technical say, like, reasons. For technical reasons, it did not record. But honestly, we just, we just forgot to press the forgot. record button. Yeah, so we talked for forty-five oh minutes for nothing. Honestly, that's so embarrassing from our side that we forgot, uh, guys. We forgot to yeah. press the start button. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was screaming, How crying, throwing up. <laughs> not okay honestly um, <laughs> i just cannot believe that i cannot get over it and no it's just it's not okay like i'm it's sorry it's not okay at all <gasps> it's the first and the last time we did that and we're never gonna do that again like i'm checking 10 double checking triple checking purple checking now like that we always press record because yeah but yeah. this is gonna be a good one guys like i'm really excited for this like it this is. one like i mm. am so so excited and yeah. he's actually going to the pwa really really soon because they're having like a man only yeah fuck that man not approved but anyways but anyways he's going to pwa in silt we're not competing because we're not men um <laughs> i don't have a dick <laughs> i don't have a dick either. i don't have a penis so that's gonna be hard <laughs> but yeah so yeah i'm just so excited to catch him right before this event too like yes yeah. all right let's get into it let's get into it guys Oh, hello there. I can't believe I remembered to press record. That's a first. Yeah, I'm just, you know what? I'm just going <laughs> to double check that. Okay, yeah, it's good. It's running. It should be good. All right, welcome. Which, which doesn't mean that it's going to be recording in 10 minutes, right? <laughs> no, it does not. Listen, Hella is responsible for checking this. All right. Am Hella, I responsible you for that? You are now. Did you just you are give now. me that responsibility? Yes. Oh my god. Um, okay. Oh, quick reason. Sarah is not here. She lost her voice. She was sick and she has like a lot of other appointments. So I hope it's okay with you if you just get the two of us. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> maybe it's know. easier. Maybe it's worse. Who knows? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I also did modify some of your questions. So let's, let's see how that goes. Well, but first of all, I want to introduce you again, as I did last time. Um, Maciej Kulkowski, everyone. Did I say that right? More or less. Can you can you say it really well? How you Maciej how you Rutkowski. Rutkowski. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we tried to learn. I, I gave up. Like I you whatever. Can... You can call me whatever. Yeah. Okay. Rutkowski. No, it should be it should be okay. Like yeah, I should. We'll do our best. Um, well, Maciek speaks five languages. He can swear in nine, as it says on his website. He rapped in a million view song. He recorded an album. He is also IFCA Vice World Champion and ranked fourth on the PWA. Right? Is that still correct? <laughs> I love the priorities. How, well, how listen. we went from like... <laughs> yeah. I think we all know that you're an awesome windsurfer. Not a lot. Well, some people might know about your rap career, but I feel like, you know... 
we should also put that <laughs> a little bit into the priority for sure i mean you were polish champion also 19 times in six different disciplines um you made your competition debut the year i was born which i think is kind of funny <laughs> Um, and you're the moderator of the famous windsurfing TV podcast. So a man of many talents, I would say. Or a man that thinks he has many talents and he just is, um, how you say, like has no shame in pursuing them. <laughs> But that, that is either a this or itself. the other. <laughs> That's a way to put it too, I guess. But I mean, honestly, like six windsurfing disciplines. Yeah. Which six were they? Can you quickly, um, Stalom, formula, IQ foil, um, wave sailing, indoor. That's five. You did that. Yeah, in we Paris? had one in we had one in um, in Poland in Warsaw in the national oh, stadium. That's so sick! Like twenty eight thousand people. We had, I think. Um, that's no insane. way. That was two thousand two when I was born. Or no, that was two thousand four. 15 14 oh I think. what yeah. oh my god that's incredible yeah like I, fuck i'm missing one actually yeah I what, what did we okay does it say on that website no definitely not it's your website <laughs> <laughs> ah i think it was yeah because it's formula windsurfing and formula foil that's why right okay uh, yeah. yeah that counts all right you got there six that's impressive yeah. i can do one of those um hell you can one do at least two Yeah, like I have done slalom. Oh yeah, no three. Foil, then. formula. I've actually done. Yeah, you can add RS1 one. Match I've done. You can add one. It's slalom foil and slalom swim. So no, it's seven. not a separate discipline. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could make it, and you could add another talent if that's what you wanted. But I guess yeah. not. Well, we're gonna play a little game, this or that. Hello, do you wanna do you wanna uh -huh. go get it? So we always do a this or that to kind of warm up a little. Um, and we have one for you too. So if money does not matter, would you rather have a successful rap career or a successful windsurf career? No, I windsurf, I think. Windsurf? I, yeah, I, I don't like, I can windsurf 300 days a year and not get bored, you know? I don't mm. think I could sit down and write stuff for 300 days a year so yeah. yeah so it's more of like a passion in in windsurfing in that way i think or for sure no mm. no for sure for sure and if money does matter because rappers do tend to get a bit of a bigger salary than windsurfers good good rappers yeah mm. <laughs> well let's imagine <laughs> not, in this scenario not garage, you would become good like in Well, you could become, yeah. get a million view song. Which uh, is yeah, not. but it's not just me. It's my friends that I'm there just, you know, just Spitting by some mistake bars. or whatever, whatever, you know. By mistake. By mistake. Not by mistake, but it's like. More on accident. We were just there and, and I write, right wrote place, stuff right down, time. recorded something and they decided to use it. But it's not like, um, yeah, it's, it, it sounds easy, but it's not because you, because If something, let's say, is is e relatively easy, there's a lot of people doing it, right? So then it becomes mm -hmm. actually harder because competition is is higher. higher. Like That's like with true. social media, you know, everybody's like, ah, social media is so easy. Yeah, it's easy to do it, but you have so many people doing it well that it's it actually becomes not so easy, you know. 
So exactly, it's a little bit, yeah, it's a little bit that, and I, I never really pursued it in a serious matter. You know, it's it's f- cool to do for fun and whatever, and drive. You know, I drive a lot, so you know, just. So while you drive, you you think of the... lyrics. Yeah, yeah, or oh. yeah, whatever you know, but it's nothing. It's not something I I I do seriously or ever thought of doing seriously let's say but okay this was supposed to be a short answer i think (laughs) no because because before we move on so last time you rap for us oh and i want to do that again because i think people should listen what you have to say or to sing or to rap i guess so would you rap for us (laughs) do we have like a beat or something or i have to go can we pull up a beat okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Technic- on, I have no idea. I think challenge. I think you should go freestyle. You managed last time. Yeah, I don't think me and Lilana should. Pull I don't think you beat. want us like... to do the beat. Yeah, we okay. would ruin it more. Oh my okay. god, I'm so excited! But you have to realize, like, freestyling, because I, I don't know if you said before uh, before I tuned in that we actually did this one time already this podcast and. Uh-huh. The recording got mysteriously lost, but I do have the rap part, which I'm gonna I, I did a here. yeah, I did a I did a song, but I can try to freestyle. Um, but what you need to realize is that um, it's it might come out a little offensive, <laughs> let's say. That's okay because <laughs> like freestyling, it comes from, from and it like doesn't what? come from, but it's really linked to like battle rapping, you know, and it's. Right. It's just somehow it's way easier to say. It's kind mean of a beef, things, isn't it? It's like whatever know? comes into your head, and it's usually like a beef between two people, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It's, so are it's, you gonna it's fully just way easier us? to? He's gonna roast it's way, us. Like <laughs> it's way easier to yes. to think of like roast. bad stuff. Yeah. Then 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 compliments. I don't know why. It's just human nature, right? <laughs> oh my god, I'm scared. Oh, okay. Listen, I feel like you should do that and you get to roast us and you get to say whatever you want if you also like later make up one that like compliments us. Yes. We, <laughs> the, comp- we do the, need- the compliment, this one I can freestyle. The complimentary one, I'll have to, um, That's okay. I'll have to write, I'll be driving <laughs> and I'll have to write it. Are you going to send that to us? I would love a complimentary one okay, when you drive to okay. Silt. But now, yeah. please, roast us. The floor yeah, is yours. Roast us. We're ready. We're ready. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> World of Windsurf Girls, what kind of name is that? Did you put random words and pull them out of the hat? What the fuck? Let's see what else I got. If I were to be mean, I'd say your ass looks like a duck. How I know, you ask? You put it out there. I didn't want to look. It just popped up, I swear. Okay, so I saw that piece of ham. Somebody bought some likes and you put your tits on Instagram. Made the feminist frown. Sorry, Olivia, you made yourself look like a clown, eh, fam? I'm just hanging with those two chicks, about to have a threesome. I'ma get my dick licked. Ha! I just sang there for a second. Hand me that pen, I'ma sign you that record deal. Is that a freestyle for real? I can do it a cappella, I can do it over Dre still. You know, that beat that goes TDD, build on that threesome. Before I get an STD, yo, <laughs> I was kind of mean. Sorry, girls. I didn't mean to say what I really mean. It just kind of came out. Um, <laughs> shall we continue to rap or do you want to top the fuck out? 
yo, I think it's best to end. I'm looking at Hella, she's so angry, she gonna fucking faint. Too bad, I had some more up my sleeve. You think rapping is hard? This freestyle was a fucking breeze, bitch, please. Get on your knees, fat world of wing girls. What kind of name is that? Bro! <laughs> oh my god, this is so... Oh my god. I wasn't ready. I was not ready for this. We should have this as our, our intro. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. No, please Can no. we please make that our intro? <laughs> that was so good. Oh yeah, honestly, my... like how you come up with all that, like in a beat of a second, like... It's actually no. Obviously, obviously, you. It was kind of obvious it's gonna come out. So come up. So the first bit, like you can think of prior, and then you see where it takes you, and you like can so hear so it you... if you listen back to it. You can probably hear that the beginning is better than the end. But I'm happy how I managed to close no, and it. No, you circled <laughs> back. Yes, that was yeah. impressive. No, cool. Like, yeah. Wow, and also it's. Yep, you would be good. Have you ever done that, like a rap battle? No, it's it's hard. It's a lot of pressure, isn't it? <laughs> and also, People... English is. If oh, I will do it, I will do it in Polish, and English Polish. is somehow easier, because you see how a lot of those words rhyme, like right, fuck, duck, even fat, mm, you know, yeah. bitch, please, knees, breeze, all those like it's very easy words. I think it's even harder to rap in English because if you, what I did, it's very simple words, you know what I mean? Mm, so to yeah. sound actually, uh, to sound smart, it's, it's, it's even not, harder, yeah. you know? Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, as I'm trying to get back my ego, should we continue <laughs> this or that? confidence? <laughs> like, I'm like just trying to rebuild them walls. I told you it's a bad us, idea. Like, no, I, no, don't worry. Like I genuinely <laughs> enjoyed that, and I think it shows some real talent. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, success. All right, move on. <laughs> wait, I'm the one. Okay, yes. wait. Whew. Okay, so moving on to the next one. Um, what nickname do you prefer, the Warm or the Roster Rocket? <laughs> I think. I mean, <laughs> none of them are really used that much, but. No? I think the Rasta rocket is cool because it implies you're fast. <laughs> exactly. So, True. Yeah. Do you have like any that nicknames that are used? In English, no. In Poland, people um, call me this thing that involves from another thing and whatever and whatever. So, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to call you the warm from now on. I've not, I have like, also like the warm. I like it. It's a it good used name. to be from squeaking through heat. Because I was quite slow uh, when I joined the tour and then just like slide through heats, even though you're not meant to. That so, is my think, life. Yeah. I love that. Your life. Yeah. I'll just <laughs> Oh my God. But okay. It's interesting that you were once that person because I feel like that moves all the time. Like the first year I was in Tenerife, it was somebody else. Like I was told, oh yeah, like they always accidentally make it to like the next, the next heat. So I feel like. Oh, it's interesting that you were once that No, person. totally. And when you get quicker, as you get heavier, older, you understand more about the gear and whatever, you get quicker. So you're less in those situations that mm. you're in, in, you know, you're in sixth and you need to make it to fourth to qualify, whatever. You lose that ability a little bit. So for sure now, 
I'm a lot faster. I can win a lot more heats. I can do better results and whatever. But, you know, not so used to, like, grinding out through, you know. Yeah, through, so once you're yeah. in the back, you're, like, kind of stuck there. Yeah, I was... I don't remember where it was, which contest, but I had this realization, like, fuck, it really sucks to be, like, in the back. The wind is so dirty and everything. So, Tell me about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad, though, because I remember this one when I moved to Silverfleet in um, Garda, and suddenly I could sail in the front. And I was like, holy shit, I actually have, like, free wind. I don't get, like, sh shot on by everyone in front of me. And I actually, it's not hard to win a race when you're already in the front, I think. I mean, it's not easy, mm. but it's harder if you're all the way in the back and you have to first, like, get through a mass of people. So, yeah. Also, yeah. the course race, this is. Exactly. Okay, yeah. but moving on, we've heard a lot about uh, when you were not, like, fully established as a professional windsurfer yet. You uh, slept a lot in board bags in equipment tents to kind of lower the... The cost, the, the, of living. the cost and stuff. Um, so we're wondering, do you prefer board bag or bed? No, no I for sleeping. sure I prefer a bed. Um, it's not that I slept a lot, but sometimes, you know, let's say that quite a few times I, 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 you know, couldn't find a place to stay for an event. Also, traveling alone doesn't help. Um, mm. So I would just rock up and 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 see what whichever free opportunity there was whether it was somebody's floor somebody's van sometimes you know like uh, i remember sleeping in marco lang's van quite a few times um, no way wow. uh, yeah equipment tent sleeping in in an equipment tent in reggio calabria which is like famous for i think mafia is sicily or whatever but they have their own little thing and like everybody's like you're crazy oh, it's so dangerous <laughs> no way uh, but yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do, you know? Exactly, because it's kind of a struggle in the beginning when you're not, like, fully established and don't have the sponsors and the support that you need. Like, you need to do, take extreme measures, right? To kind of get through I think, I don't know, I adapt pretty quickly. Like, um, mm. I don't, I never thought of it back then as a struggle. If I had to do it now, yeah, it would be a struggle. I'd probably fucking quit, you know? But um, back then, it was just, the reality you would either do those things and um and 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 be on tour or go back to uni and do you know do something that you found boring or whatever you know um so exactly. i yeah i i was even like it was so normal to me th that kind of crazy money saving schemes that that I I was looking at the guys like the established guys like it was this generation of um, like Ross and Arnon and 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 these guys you know and and I was looking at them like fuck they're spending so much money you know mm. I'm never I'm never gonna I'm gonna be so much smarter and you know like ten here years you are. forward <laughs> here I am you know like doing exactly the same thing eating out you know like like if i you know things like i don't know you arrive and and you uh, you arrive to the airport and you have trouble checking in you know and you can either not fly or or pay triple for the bags and mm. and make them fly you know back then i would have no choice because i wouldn't have that money so i would mm -hmm. rebook try the next day you know 
if there's a different different lady at the check-in counter and probably succeed most times, you know. But now you mm. just can't be fucked because you have that money, so you just pay and and yeah. So yeah. you feel like you appreciate it more because you didn't have it back then, like compared to maybe other people around you, or have as you I say, you kind of you kind of you know you adapt fast. This is your reality yeah. right now, and and but for sure, you know, sometimes you you have to kind of look around or kind of zoom out and 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 like appreciate it because you know I think for me. If I think now, it was quite unlikely to, 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 to be where I am now, you know. So, if I think that you know I can afford to, to bring a caddy to the event, or I can afford to to do all those things that you know I looked at and I was like, "Fuck, who can do that? That's crazy," you know. Um, then, then yeah, you know. And if you ask me, then yeah, I feel appreciative. But when you're doing things every day, like you know, and running and rushing and doing a bunch of things and whatever you, you tend not to really appreciate and, and find things to get, to get upset with. Right. Anyway, even if maybe money's not one of them or, or also the scale changes, you know, it's like, um, back then you wanted to be able to afford to be on tour, you know, now you want to able to be afford to, I don't know, to, to buy a penthouse gear. for cash. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh nice. Well said. I like the I like the scale thing. It changes quick. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just a matter a lot of things are a matter of perspective, you know. For sure. Okay, on to a more uh standard question. Do you like uh foil the most or fin the most? I think it depends on the condition. I like mix the most, like I I like I, I find it quite retarded to go in underpowered nine oh fin. Um because just foiling that those conditions is so much better. And the same way that I <clears throat> that I find it a little bit retarded to go in forty knots and waves on, on foil just because somebody you, told you to, you know. I think there's a craft <laughs> for every for every I mean, I didn't mean that like <laughs> no. that the person doing it is retarded. I just, it just feels to me because like I, I cannot in really like not cheat smart. in, you know, I cannot cheat in, I cannot push, I cannot, you know, I'm just there surviving. Mm. Um, and, and I just, you know, I think in water sports in general, you, you, you see that there's conditions for, for certain crafts, you know, and, and, um, sometimes pushing a, I say a square peg into a round hole or the opposite way around is, is not that. Yeah. So you like, it's not that satisfying, you know? Yeah. So what's making you go the quicker, um, on the different conditions? Yeah. And having fun and, you know, and yeah, and what what Mm. feels good, you know? So, yeah. So practically it's basically foil and light and, and thin and strong. Right. Exactly. Okay. Nice. Um so I've also heard that you have a fear of going to the dentist. So I was wondering what would you rather do? Like go to the dentist or ride the biggest wave of all time at Jaws? Or, or ride the biggest wave of all time for sure. You would? <laughs> have you seen those for waves? For sure. Yeah, I've actually been there. <laughs> really? Small day. Small would day. Would you actually but... be able to survive? You might die. No, actually... you you are because um, 
if you're smart, you can do it safe. Let's say you're, it's not going to look that good on the video. Um, mm. Like I did it. I, I went to Maui and I was like, even from um, talking about like law of gravity, you know, um, law of attraction. Like I was thinking before leaving, like, fuck, when I bought the ticket, I bought the ticket, let's say in October to go in December. Um, and I was thinking like, what if Jaws happens? You know, what I, what am I going to do? You know, I'm not prepared to go there, um, realistically, because I didn't do breath hold exercises. I don't have, I don't have the blow up vest. I, I don't really have the gear because a special board makes it way easier and whatever. And as, as luck would have it just before, um, going a forecast popped up and and yeah and it was like my my second session on the water was actually at jaws that is uh, insane and it was fucking terrifying for sure it was it was terrifying but once you ride one wave another wave whatever it's you know again <laughs> perspective changes perspective, you know and, exactly. and you start feeling a little bit more confident but it was a small day it was a small day for Jaws. It was still terrifying, but I'd rather have a bigger day than go to... Yesterday, I went to the dentist. Uh, fuck. I no way. Like... How was it? Yeah. My but neck why, why still Why are you hurts. so afraid? What's like... I feel the... the you know, when he starts drilling, I feel the vibration in my small toe. I swear. <laughs> it like so goes like through the entire sensitive... body. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a sensitive guy. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was cute. Uh, um, we kind of want to talk to you about your success a little bit because I feel like your success story is maybe not the same as everybody else's. Um, and now before we get into that, I wanted to ask something about your Instagram because you have quite a lot of followers, like over 20,000, right? What yeah. is the weirdest DM you've ever received? And is there one? It can be hate. It can be like, it can be anything. What is the weirdest DM? I think quite disappointingly, most are quite boring. More about yeah. like windsurf gear. Most are like, yeah. Can you help me with, you know, to tune up my gear? Where do I buy the board? Um, can you share a, you know, a fundraiser? Can you, so. Can you support me in this? Yes. Yeah. Do you? People yeah. Ask yeah. I never really, I, I can't remember like one instance where I would get, I don't know. Weird dick pic or, <laughs> or something that would be pretty weird though, I think. But, but that I've also never gotten, but more like, you know, maybe people that come to places just to see you or something like that. Yeah, drive. or people assuming things about you by your mm -hmm. social media. That's the best. What do they yeah, assume? Like, that you're this type of person or that type of person or, or, or whatever, you know, or you, or there's those mood things also like where you maybe, um, where you show, I don't know, like I, I, I did the podcast for, for a long time and, and, you know, there might be there might be a place of, let's say that, that you go to a place where you start arguing with somebody, you know, um, and, and then, you know, somebody writes 
on that subject and want to argue with you but for you that chapter is already closed it's know? already now over doing, yeah yeah you know like this podcast launched i did it i did it two weeks yeah. ago now i'm like you know i don't know doing something completely different i'm on the beach rigging whatever you know but i don't want to be a dick and not reply i think it's yeah it's a little bit more boring the the social media than 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 one might assume might think Mm. well it's probably because you're in like this niche i mean when the winter furl is so i feel like the people that are in there are so consumed by it like i don't know anyone that actually windsurfs and is not completely obsessed with it so i think you know and people that are not obsessed with it like don't care about it at all so i think all your followers are probably just like winter geeks and don't yeah. really care yeah, about I'm trying to get else. out of it by you know by doing More certain lifestyle. things and, and projects and whatever but it's mm-hmm. hard to get out of it and on top of that i think um like you mentioned about the niche and the core following um polish people are very reserved um mm. in terms of there is not a culture of putting comments sending messages it's quite it's it's perceived as quite weird to um to send somebody you don't know a message for instance you know mm-hmm. where in like i don't know like i you know you see it's like it i saw this video from from a, a youtuber from the states coming to poland and he's like fuck everybody's staring at the ground nobody says hi and this and that but then when you actually meet the person and you know have a meal or have a beer or whatever then they open up and you're like friends for life you know it's like the Truly, exact yeah. opposite of the US you know that's what where we had in the US everybody's experience. like ah oh, i'm so happy for you let's grab lunch and it's like let's grab lunch is no let's let, let's grab lunch sometime or let's let's hang out sometime, sometime. that's sometime. the detail yeah. that you if, need to if, take if you hear sometime it means it's never going to happen never it's <laughs> just know? polite right so like it's it's that. like it's it's the exact opposite you know so mm-hmm. i think that translates into 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 social media as well you know that mm-hmm. um there is not that much maybe you know open support you know <laughs> or or like yeah. open op- just openness in general you know which is not so good for the algorithm i guess yeah which i think hella knows something about i mean norway i would assume is quite similar yeah it is actually like pe- but it's because people are just very shy i think like we don't say so hi to each also. other on the streets like but i think also even though you know people you're still shy because i also I, I noticed that in in Poland that when you get to know people, they're just so warm and welcome, and they'll like give you a place to, to sleep in their house. They will like they'll make you food. They'll like they'll do anything to kind of help you. So I feel like they're very giving when they know you. Is that true? You think? Yeah, yeah. And it was very dis- when we when we talked about like sleeping in equipment tents and whatever. This mm. was very disappointing traveling on tour because we have this culture of you know oh, like yes. yeah take somebody in you know give mm. them a meal whatever you know and exactly. like Sad. i don't want to bad mouth anything but i was on this italian brand with with black sales <laughs> and <laughs> you would arrive in garda have no place to stay and the boss would be like yeah the hotel is there you know and you're like uh, fucking scrambling every penny to you know afford. To, uh, 
to buy yourself yeah, some pasta, you know. So, yeah, I can fully so it's, imagine. It's just that different. Thing. It's just a different culture, you know. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to do the next one? Yes. Yeah. So, um, do you consider yourself successful in your windsurfing career? Um, again, that's probably a matter of perspective, I think, because on one hand, if I think, um, I believe now, I, I sincerely believe that I can achieve more than I did. But if I think, um, to let's say five years ago, how, how steep, how impossible it felt to get on the podium, to win an event, whatever, you know, mm. I have to consider myself successful, you know, to, to, to come where I, where I did from where I came with no support, you know, and, and kind of also like, if you're French, there is a good chance somebody will like, like take you under your wing, you know, mm. um, take you under their wing. Um, I had to kind of figure a lot of stuff on my own. Um, so in one way, yes, but on the other way, I'm also fucking hungry to, to do more because once you, once you feel how it is, you want to do it, you know, which exactly. it's still hard, you know, but you, the, the drive is definitely there, you know? Um, exactly. so I don't know, like if, yeah, if I retire now, I would have to look back and be happy, you know, because it's, it's, it would be unhealthy otherwise, but, um, but yeah, going into the next event, I still have, you know, a lot of drive to, 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 to do more, you know, for sure. That's cool. I feel like, like athletes in general are very like, like single-minded, like only looking at improving and becoming better, which is good. But I think like we forget that that we've come far already. Like when I look at at like seven year old Hella, she would be like not believing where I am today. While today I'm like, oh, I'm so bad. I want to be way better and stuff. So I think it's important to remember. Like it's all about perspective here too. But yeah, I think yeah, you've come my, really like like I always it's my uh, my coach, my mental coach, my sports psychologist. He always laughs at me like. Oh yeah. So you won an event and that's normal. Right. But, <laughs> but you, but now you, I don't know, you did, you came seventh and that's fucking horrible. Like yes. how, how's that scale? Like set, that's you know? standard. It's just insane. Right. Yeah. So talking about that scale, how do you, how do you define success? Also when you say like you're hungry for more, do you feel like there's ever going to be a point where you're like, okay, now I'm a successful windsurfer. I'm more I'm successful in my career or how, yeah. How would you define it? I think if I look at, um, if I look at Antoine Alboy, there's, it's just never enough, right? The guy's 50 and it's still pushing exactly. and because mm -hmm. he knows that he can win another world title. He can win this, break the speed record, whatever, you know? So I think mm -hmm. you basically do it until you're able to, until you can physically and mentally and whatever, you know? Cause if you lose that drive, I mean, windsurfing is not a sport that you do for money or for whatever accolade, like, you know, those accolades don't mean that much to the outside world. Let's say you, you do it for yourself, you know, which is great because it's pure in that way. But at the same time, if you lose that drive, I mean, you see it, you see it 
many times, you know, that guys just just lose that drive, you know, are focused more on the family or whatever. And then they maybe do it for another two years just because they can get a contract, but their head is not really into it. And, you know, they're, you know, they're just kind of not sailing between events and not training that hard and whatever. And then you can really see it in the results, you know. Um, so what was the question again? How do you find yeah, how you success? how you define it? So what, what you said, yeah. now it sounds a lot like you would define like being a success. Your career is successful when you have a lot of wins, I guess, like more about it's more about results, right? Because there is yeah, some again, really I think successful wins. I think wins it's very first. healthy to to then zoom out and see, yeah, you know, because in the end, like in the end, I, I don't think you should measure yourself against against other people. You should measure yourself against yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, so if you, if you kept progressing and you really like, you look back, let's say at an event or you look back at a season and you're like, okay, I did the most I possibly could with the tools I was given and, and whatever, and I prepared and the tools were right. You know, I got my gear sorted and this and that, then and I didn't win. Somebody was better. You, you can't be unhappy with that. You know, it's, it's just, there, there has to be a point where you f feel fulfilled. Otherwise you're going to be miserable or I'm going to be miserable. At least it's different for everybody, you know? So, so yeah. So I think, yeah, I think defining success is, um, it's hard. It's, no? it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think so too. Um, I was also wondering, because like last time you told us that you dropped out of uni to pursue your windsurfing career. Um, and I was just wondering, like, what was the reason for this? Was it because you felt more happy pursuing windsurfing or like? Yeah, yeah because <laughs> I didn't, I just didn't enjoy, like I went to, um, to get a bachelor in management. And I always knew that if I do something in business and, you know, I'm, it's going to be, um, small, let's say it's going to be, you know, like, like you see in the windsurfing industry or, or whatever that, you know, it's, 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 you have to multitask, you have to, you have to manage, you have to be, um, like, I say universal in, in what you, you know, in what you're able to do in your skill set and whatever in there. But what I, what I found in, in, in uni was like corporate management, you know, and they teach you about all those structures and, and they teach you about, you know, I didn't get to know how to manage my money. I didn't get to know how to manage, um, a small group of people. I, I got to know how to be a good corpus soldier you know and I, I just didn't enjoy that at all it was I, I thought it was a waste of time and at one point <clears throat> I was windsurfing so much that um I was kind of behind with some exams and whatever and the the only way to keep your scholarship was to be um to be kind of um how you say to have the exams like let's say you're in this you're ending your second semester and you have time till, till the beginning of the third to finish your exams. You know, you, you would get some extra treatment, but it's not like you can be in the fifth semester and have 
second semester exam still hanging because that way you you lose your scholarship, you know. So I lost my scholarship and then it was like, okay, do I pay for something or do I make my parents pay? Because at that time it was like, yeah, we'll support you until you until you're in um until you're studying. Uh um do you do you make them pay for something that you're just They're not, not going to use, not passionate about and whatever? Or do you try to go full on, like head first into something that you actually love and and maybe, who knows, maybe you might have a career out of it, you know? And it was a good choice. It was probably a bad choice to go to uni in the first place because, you know, I was there in Warsaw, like, you know, partying and, and whatever while other people were training you know and so yeah so you missed out on a little bit of a yeah chance. then you it's hard to catch up you know for sure how did the people around you react though because i mean i also come from i come from like a czech family so i guess that's also eastern european and i'm not sure if it's if it's the same in your family or in poland but they're very big on academics and achievements and you know whatnot so did you face I can imagine when you would go like, oh, I'm just quitting university. And a corporate soldier for us, like now, and I feel like the Western world, it's like, we want to be free. We want to do what we want. But I feel like in other countries, it's still like, no, that's good. You get, you know, you get a stable salary, you get good money, you can work well and stuff. Um, did you face a little bit of, um, I guess, backlash or um, stuff like this around you? I didn't face so much because it came gradually. Like, yeah. let's say the first year of uni i had an apartment there uh whatever you know the second year i was already like kind of half-assing it and just coming when i had to pass exams and never actually going to to classes and whatever you know um and and the third year i had i had some exams from the second some some subjects that i didn't pass from the second year and whatever and it just kind of yeah just went gradually step by step so i think if if you know if the people around me um you know if if they paid attention they kind of saw that coming maybe you know but um yeah for sure in poland i think there's a stat saying like 70% of of high school graduates go to go to some sort of next level you know whether it's uni or whatever kind of academy or whatever so mm -hmm. then it's not a it's not really about being big on education it's more about if you're if you're in those 30 percent to 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 find a job it's, it's almost fucking impossible right i mean it's possible because because the market right now is the way it is and, and whatever but you're you're just you know you're putting yourself way lower in the pecking order straight away because everyone goes to some sort of um some sort of university or whatever you know even if it's for cosmetology or whatever yeah. you know like Higher i didn't know you have to go to uni to 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 you know to paint nails or whatever but maybe it's just me being ignorant mm -hmm. um, no i think there's definitely a, a trend in the world that everyone feels like you know we also reframe every single job that there is for like a higher purpose whatever you know like and what clean. it gives you also it gives you like three more years to think about what you want to do in life so i think that's that's, that's also like because when i was i look at some some athletes and some like now you know athletes are really young coming into it really young 
um maybe not necessarily windsurfing but just all around and i'm like fuck you know these guys they have it all figured out you know i was mm-hmm. clueless when i was 18 19 totally clueless you know i had no fucking clue what how to do what to do whatever you know maybe that's why it took me a while to to you know to figure things out like on the sports side of things you know but yeah well you're still here yeah um so we think you're successful so it's okay (laughs) (laughs) we feel like you're successful even though you might not define that as i said before um do you have one thing that you feel like you're doing really differently compared to other um, windsurfers that you know make you that just that little bit better um like i guess a recipe for success what is it do you have something i think um first of all maybe not just for success out there on the water but for success let's say in 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 around i i kind of as i said like i always valued like a versatile skill set you know so um if you want to sponsor me, there is a big chance that I'll do a lot of different things um, from, you know, research and development of the gear, you know, testing, and I have quite a good feel. And, you know, I've now been involved for a long time and, and been testing <clears throat> different stuff for, for a while, you know, um, board sales, foils, whatever. Um, social media, I think I'm okay as well. And, you know, and creating content and, and this and that. And, and yeah, and I probably bring you some sustainable results. I mean, there was a, there was a stretch that unfortunately ended that, um, no matter, um, what contest it was for like two years, I was top five in every contest I, I entered, you know? And it That's was crazy. many different things. It was like long distance, Defi wind, um, whatever, slalom, formula foil, world championships, whatever, you know? So, so that really helps because you, fuck, I even developed a wave board, you know? Mm. Um, With um, FMX? Yeah. So, crazy. so, you know, so it's like that really helps you, let's say, get valued. Um, in terms of just results, I like to think of myself as, um, uh, for lack of a better word, like, like clutch. I kind of, I, I grab opportunities. Um, so perhaps, you know, I might not be, um, like the most talented naturally or whatever, but if an opportunity presents itself to get a result, um, yeah, I, I usually manage to to take it, you know, and I think of quite a few situations where it could have gone either way and Mm. one way or the other, I kind of delivered, you know, so. Yeah. I feel like this really, maybe that's like, that's what I would think maybe separates me, but you know, there's, there's quite a few guys that don't really fall under pressure. So maybe it's not that, um, Maybe that's not that spectacular. I don't know. No, but I, I when you said that about grabbing opportunities, I really thought about this video where I think it was in Fuerte or something, where you were approaching a jibe together with two other guys as as the third of you guys, and you jibed like in between them and managed to get out first. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like it was it was actually from 
there was so so what you have to realize is that two guys already jibed and then there's two guys in front of me so i'm in fifth um so to qualify you know and yeah and i went for it and it paid off and i think and i think very quickly i realized that i prefer to be the guy that goes up to the girl and gets slapped then doesn't go up you know for lack of a better better metaphor you know so yeah. you'd rather yeah, try exactly. and fail than not try yeah exactly i'd rather try yeah. and fail and and yeah i'm going to be pissed at failing or whatever but what you find more times than not is that if you don't limit yourself mentally you know then then you know a lot a lot of things are possible and of course i'm struggling with it as well because this has a flip side if i'm not racing for something that feels like uh, important or feels like a reward or whatever i suck i really suck you know like if you're racing me if if me and and hella would race for 50th in the world i would probably lose you know because <laughs> i just i i can't be fucked to try when when there's not much on the line you know yeah mm -hmm. um so then you have to make sure you're prepared and you're you know you're 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 let's say good enough to actually fight for things that are attractive to you yeah you know and and in pwa it kind of worked out fine because every heat you need to be top four to qualify so there's a you know there's always a chance sort of to succeed quote unquote you know um so so yeah so maybe that's 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 the only thing i can can really think of yeah so it sounds a lot like it's the specific mindset of like i don't care if i fail i'm just gonna like i'm gonna go for it kind of right no i care if i fail i or I, yeah but I let's mean, say that i'm that i, it doesn't I, affect I have a better chance i have a better chance of of sailing well if i'm stressed the fuck out because it's feels like something big then then when it's like a cakewalk you know yeah um that's interesting i remember like i remember me. like um winning um croatia with a with a with a day to spare with a day in front and and that last day was my worst day you know i just couldn't focus i was like you know like just totally in space you know i remember uh, that competition that was my first pwa competition yeah. and i remember seeing you sat in your little plastic chair on the beach no one else i don't know why you had i don't know how you had a chair but i just remember you with the chair it. and like oh you brought it yourself yeah oh so i remember you with the chair and like your headphones on i don't remember you speaking to anybody and i was like i'm so afraid of this man um but it, it made you win yeah well it was, you know, like, I just felt like I knew if I was going to, like, touch your sail in a wrong, like, if I would walk past and, like, accidentally kick one of those stones from the beach on your sail, you'd probably slit my throat on the spot. Were you? No, but, like, this year in Croatia, some total tourists just touched my foil and I freaked out. <laughs> like, no, but hey, that's don't annoying. touch the wing. Yeah, it's annoying when they do that, for sure. Yeah. I do understand. Oh, interesting. Um, I was also wondering, um, do you have any like, do you have any opinion of why people fail in their windsurfing career? Like, 
do you have anything like, do you know what they do wrong? Like what is the most common mistake people do? Yeah, I think just one is giving up too soon. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you might, you know, results might not come for a long time. You know, for me, they didn't come for, yeah, for years, you know. Um, so you need to find enjoyment in the process, you know, otherwise it's, it's, it's very hard. And, and two is expectation, um, which is linked obviously, because if you expect, um, to come in and do well, or if you expect to, to get a big contract after your first, first decent result, um, yeah, you're, you know, because those things are you know, could be out of your control or whatever. Like the contract stuff is, is, is something that, you know, I've had a lot of stress in the past with, you know, trying to, you know, trying to, to basically, yeah, just have money to, to, to and gear and whatever to, you know, to continue your career. And, and yeah, sometimes it's just, there's things that you can't, there's moving parts. There's, you know, there's, especially when you're like the number two or number three or number four guy on, on, on the brand, you know, guy or girl or whatever um it's just yeah you know so so sometimes so control what you can control and 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 i think sooner or later you'll get there which is i think i'm the best example you know i was like in, until let's say 2017 let's say yeah until 2017 so i was already 26 you know i was yeah 2017 i finished 16th which is like let's say a cutoff for let's say decent result or whatever you know um man you progressed a lot in just four years now you're like top five top four that's crazy yeah and 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 yeah and you know and then one thing led to the next i actually um like I changed my sponsors because I, I just didn't f- feel like Gastra Taboo was, 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 let's say it didn't fit my style. And it was, I didn't think the gear was going to bring me anywhere, but this was only possible because foiling came around and we had these exhibitions, um, this foiling exhibitions during PWA events when, when there was light and in New Caledonia, I finished second. Um, and actually the Goyards finished third and fourth. So, um, so if I think about it now, it's, yeah, (laughs) that's crazy. Um, so I finished second on the last event of the, of, of, let's say this exhibition tour, um, that was side by side with the slalom tour. And I kind of got a, got a contract as a foil guy, let's say, you know, um, so, so that sort of allowed me, so that's like a totally random thing, you know, but yeah, like Nova Nova, they needed somebody to, to, to develop their foil boards and, and, you know, so I got this deal and then, and then I could pick which sales I would ride. And I just picked the ones with the best performance because I didn't have to care about the money so much. So then 2017 to 18, 18 in the first event of the year, I almost won a final fucking catapulted in the like on yeah leading the final by miles it was done i remember thinking like it's um i remember thinking it's done 
and then the very next <laughs> second eating shit. Yeah. No. Um, so oh. that was pretty painful, Ouch. but that was a bummer. but then that's sort of like it. It you know it makes you realize like okay, this is possible, you know. So you know, so it took me like until twenty six, twenty seven years old to to actually <sighs> to actually you know um, get up there, you know. And I started at twenty to to travel exactly. or whatever, you know. So people give up early sometimes and sometimes you know probably the 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 society of pro windsurfers or whatever is not too welcoming to to this kind of people because we laugh for sure like you know you know you're like the laughing stock you know of the you know it's not mean or whatever but if you hear it enough it's like you know you start believing that you just ain't shit you know so so yeah so it's yeah so i would say don't give up too early and just control what you can control you know and probably sooner or later it'll happen and you find ways you know you find ways you you can find an outside sponsor you can you know you can just do it super cheap you can whatever you know exactly so it took quite a while to get to get to where you are now did you ever consider giving up yourself yeah like a million times after every bad result you know because for years it was like i would get i would get like top 10 in one event like i would get seventh in silt and then the very next event i would get 30th you know or i would do this and do that and you just think like okay i just don't have it you know Mm -hmm. but then yeah um i what else am i gonna do also you know that i that is so that i that i like you know and also when you have the opportunity to do something do it you know why not like this is i think also sometimes you know people they feel um very threatened by things that are not necessarily there or i have that as well you know and it's like a constant battle to get over those things like you know and and just do th- like if if the opportunity is there just grab it you know so that's how a lot of my stuff came out like the podcast and the the freaking rap video and and this and that and mm-hmm. one thing leads to another and then all of a sudden you're you know like you have another opportunity and you have another opportunity and and you know so so nice. yeah if you so i think that's what I, I was doing it because I could and I also had a lot of like um grant to to keep going and to argue like if you if you would see some of the emails I had with Patrick detailing about you know sponsorships for next year it's like <laughs> it's like fuck you Patrick no fuck you da, 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 you know like you're not fighting. giving you shit uh, this that you know like mm. you told me you're gonna support me uh you were supposed to do better like it's you know it was like really yeah. hard like i couldn't i don't think i could take what i the amount of abuse i took back then now you know but, Man. Yeah. <laughs> all right so i have one last question for you because we're running a little bit out of time um and this is really important especially for world of Surf girls and it goes a little bit into feminism i would say 
Um, because in windsurfing, there is still quite a big difference between men and women in pretty much everything. Um, without any judgment from our side or also from your side, like, what is your opinion on women in windsurfing? Also, what would you wish for women or where would you want to see change, whether for the better or, you know, like what you feel like women should improve or what they should receive more of? Yeah. What's your opinion? I think it's not only windsurfing. It's just sports in general, right? I mean, True. if you look uh the NBA, the minimum, minimum salary you can get is $900,000. And I think, um, and, and some of the stars, they make like 50 mil a year, you know, and, and the WNBA, which is the women's version is a two month summer league, um, where the highest salary is like freaking, I don't know, 500 grand or whatever. It's less than the minimum salary, I think of the, you know, so I think it's, 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 it's general worldwide sports thing. And I think. I think it's just very hard to sell um, a version. Yeah, fuck. This isn't going to sound rude and judgmental and whatever, but no, it's no, very it's... hard to sell um, a quote-unquote, for lack of a better word, I'm going to get fucking fried for this, a worse version of something that's already out there. So what you have to do is you have to sell a different version and sometimes it's it's very little things. It's how you package it. You know, it's not the product itself. You know, because the product itself, if you if you don't know how men's slalom look, or if you're not that deep into it, you're not gonna like you're not gonna be bothered by by girls going two knots or three knots slower. You know, but yeah. you need to package it in a way that makes it also attractive that makes it attractive that makes it it is attractive it is attractive because you take it you take it like you take it um disconnected from the man and it is attractive you put mm -hmm. it next to the man all of a sudden is a worse version you know so so why like you have to find a way to to market it differently and package it differently because what is money where is money coming from Money is coming from in the windsurfing world, you know, selling product and, and, you know, and, uh, and events and, you know, and all those things. So I don't have all the answers, but, uh, no, but I think it's a super interesting point, what you're saying, like, I, and I it think, makes sense also historically because, yeah, I, I just yeah. think like, you know, and, and, and that doesn't mean that everybody has to wear bikinis and, 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 you know, but like there are certain things that only that men will not relate to and girls will like, imagine if we have, imagine if we have a documentary series about the tour, you know, and if you do a girl's episode, the girls will, will relate to it. You know, mm. if you do a men's episode, that will be so much about manly emotions and gear and all these technical things and all that. Yeah, some girls might relate to it, but you know, not many of them, you know. Yeah. I see like I see the YouTube what I watch on YouTube and I see the YouTube of my girlfriend, you know. And it But that's might the difference because she's not 
yeah, she's but, not a windsurfer, like a professional windsurfer. It might be travel stuff, you know, both of us, but it's just packaged way different, mm -hmm. you know? Mm. So you think it's something um, about the marketing in general then? Yeah, you know? Mm. So I think that's my, my answer. And luckily, I'm not the one to... Well, not luckily, but it's, it's hard to... It's, it's, it's a tough issue, you know? What would you, what would you advise to us, to me, Helen, Sar, in the windsurfing world? Like, what would you be like? Okay, I have one advice for you girls because I see you do this. I feel like you're going to be more successful if you do this, or you know, this is what you're doing well. Keep on doing that. No, I yeah, I think you're doing it well because you're exactly accentuating um, the girl side of it. You know, you're not, you know, you're not trying to be. Um, you know, you're not showing, uh, you're, you're showing that you're in the gym, you're showing that you're training and whatever, you know, but you're also showing the, the, the girl side of it. You're talking about things that are specific to girls, you know, you, so I think, I think that's, that's, that's a good, very good direction, you know, and and yeah, you know, finding an audience and this and that, it's, it's tough for sure. It's tough, you know, but it's tough for, for all of us. I mean, it's not like, you know, men windsurfers are freaking millionaires, you know? Um, no. And, and I think like, if you look, for example, at the social media landscape and how you can, how you can make money there, um, there's opportunities there that are gender specific, you know? Good word. Um, if if you can <laughs> if you can like you know if you can get sponsored or get a corporation with a product that is um, that is like specific like we're in the in the in the era of digital nomads for example you know um, people that travel work and and whatever you know there there's for sure products that are um, targeted to those kind of people. You know, and and who better to 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 market that product than a person that you know that actually travels for a living, like a windsurfer, you know, yeah, and has those and faces those issues every day, you know. So yeah, it's it's a tough one, and I always get heat in the comments for saying things you know and for being sexist and whatever but i i don't know i think i think i just try to see things practically you know and and see solutions and not just use you know and not just use like um freaking you know how you say like like phrases and and, and words that yeah for sure i would love that 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 girls get paid equally to men why not you know but yeah because it doesn't take anything away from, from yeah your exactly pay just because you we know? get paid the same exactly but yeah i'm trying to see the reason like the real reason and and from that to come up with a solution maybe it's maybe it's old-fashioned or or whatever but in in windsurfing, I mean, the, I know a, I know a, 
I know a case of a girl saying I'm a world champion. I either get paid the same contract as the men's world champion or I leave. And the company said, bye. Mm. You know? Oh, wow. In windsurfing. So, yeah, in windsurfing. So, oh, so okay. then, you know, so then like basically it's, it just seems that for where we are, those kind of this kind of idealism is just not practical, you know. So I'm just trying mm -hmm. to be practical, and yeah. yeah, maybe it's maybe it's it rubs some people the wrong way, and yeah, I'm sorry if it does, you know. But that's not my <laughs> that's not my it's never my intention, you know. No. no well, wow, interesting. I think you did good, actually. Because yeah. like we cannot just change the world and say, oh, we're going to be paid the same, and then that's going to happen. Like we need, yeah, to look practical at it. The other point that that maybe sometimes pisses me off is that we are not the same. So mm -hmm. why why try to sell us the same way? Yeah, you know? yeah, that's just not smart from a marketing perspective, right? Yeah. So so why yeah. you know why pretend that we are the same? Use the difference. Use like. W how do you, you know, how do you separate yourself from the world? You, you, you try to be original and you try to do things that other people don't, you know? Mm. So yeah, I get so mad about this also. I feel like women are just treated like small men. Like we get everything the same, but a little bit smaller. And as no, you said, if, like, but if you say, but if you say, oh, we want to be equal to the men, that's what comes out, you know, I get, I guess, but except um, I'm like equality is a great word, but there's, I think there's like a difference between equality and like, I think the other word is equity or something. I'm not sure if that's true when it's like, you get the equal opportunities. You're not the yeah. same because some, like, let's say you take a disabled person and a person that is not to, for them to get the same opportunities, the disabled person needs more assistance, but that's equality because in the end, for them to get the same opportunity, one person mm. needs more. So if I'm saying I want men and women to be equal, I want them to have the equal opportunities. So if the end and opportunities, I guess, in windsurfing would be, um, would, might, might be money, might be, you know, getting contracts, might be being Events. featured. Mm. Exactly. And maybe because women have, you know, not been as strong, maybe they need more support, you know? So as you know it's a bit of the similar thing or just different support um yeah it's which... like an evil it's like a bit of an evil cycle like we are in yeah. windsurfing right now that we need to um to make money to 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 get more money into the tour we yeah. need to invest in media right mm -hmm. and invest in things and and to have that money to invest we need to like you know what i mean so it's like a bit of an evil cycle and exactly. the rich get richer and the poor get poorer and it's a little exactly. bit like that as well so to break that system i think it's it's actually cooler to ac accentuate those differences and i think fully you know like I, I i get people talk about you girls a lot because you know and and whether it's and whether it's positive or negative because it rubs somebody the wrong way that as it should that, you know that you put your body out there or whatever um it's you know at least you're noticed you know and that's like step one you know like, and we're actually making change like in the end whether people like it or not in the end we're actually 
making something happen, which it's the same as what you said, you know, we'd rather try and fail than not try at all. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and everybody makes mistakes. You know, you asked me about a subject that I'm not really comfortable talking about because I don't know, I'm not so educated about it and whatever, you know. But I'm going to give you an, an honest answer. And maybe in six months, that answer will feel dumb to me, you know. Um, but, you know, but we're doing what what we can and, 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 and you're doing what you can. And it's just just so much better than, than you know, putting... Just sitting there and judging. Yeah, and putting <laughs> a picture that your coach made from the boat saying another great training block in in Brest, France, you know, like, yeah, it doesn't, yeah. No, no, it doesn't, you might as well value. not be on social media if you're putting that, why, who's yeah. like, is it gonna like move the needle of, of, of anything, of, of anyone, like, you know, it's, so, so you're doing it just because your sponsors tell you to do it, I mean, just tell, them, tell the them, you don't wanna, like, you, you know what I mean, so, yeah. so I think, yeah, my advice is is be different, and and if you are, of course, if you don't feel like doing it, don't do it, right? But if mm. you feel you're different, if you feel you have something to say, if you feel you, you know, then just go for it, you know, and and at least, at least you you know maybe you provide food for thought, you know, for for some people, you know, and I think it's cool what what you're what you're doing, and yeah, I like that. I feel like that concludes this podcast quite well. So yeah, I think it you mean like in general? It. Now you can yeah. now you can quit the podcast. No, <laughs> not we're actually just getting started. But <laughs> yeah, but I was actually also wondering because you have a PWA event coming up very yes. soon now. How is that going? Are you feeling ready, prepared? Like no, I'm feeling definitely ready. But as usual, you want to slow down before the event, but. Yeah. You want to test this and the last thing and the, yeah. you know, get the extra yeah. and, and this and then pack and get your spare beanie and your, and you <laughs> find your boots and your gloves because silt is so freaking cold. cold. And, oh, yeah. yeah and, 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 you know, so I've been running and last few days sleeping like, you know, less than, than usual and, and whatever. I'm going to get up from this desk now and, and go pack the last shit and, and actually drive. So, oh my um, God. Well, yeah, thanks so much so, then for yeah. So I feel <laughs> ready and I'm up. like actually amped up because I put in quite a bit of work. So I, yeah. Oh, we're rooting it's, for that's you. That's really cool. We are rooting for you to get through that shore break because yeah, it's. I tell you, massive. I I went sailing at home with straight onshore light. Yeah. And oh, half yes. a meter shore break is already hard. Yeah. To, Jesus to pass Christ. with the foil. Yeah. Especially yeah, especially with the foil. Yeah. It's incredible. Well. Well, thank you so much for taking this time. Um, we will be expecting a Again. complimentary track um, yes. sometime soon. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't, don't worry too much about it. Um, and yeah, just thank you for this really interesting conversation and for doing it again. I thought I, I would be completely happy to do it without you mentioning that we actually already did it. You know, I would Sorry. play along. You didn't have to like... <laughs> No, as you said in your look. podcast, we're authentic. Like we fucked up. We're gonna yeah. stand for it. We're very open yeah. about that, um, and it won't happen again. And now we have yeah. this awesome podcast. So. In Polish, we say "take it on your chin." Ah, take it on your chest. In in English, you say "take it on the chin." Yeah. 
Yeah. Is that a, is that a chest. thing? I did not know that. No, it well, is. Yeah. It's We're a doing little it. bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where your mind takes you where where you say that, but. No. Yeah, yeah me neither. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, and I'm gonna finish recording. Bye, everyone. Bye. Oh my god, I love this so much. You can tell us anything. We don't judge. We're the non-judging breakfast club. And that they blame it on your vagina. She always drinks tequila. Buckle up. What psycho drinks Red Bull at night?